זה השמשיין ליל שישי, ראש חודש מנחם אב, הלכתיק נחודש תאול, תקה אבינו מלכנו ינחמנו, וזה החודש. חודש, Thursday night, פרשס מטויס, אין מעשה, we're joining ארץ ישראל. So, uh, the Rabbani Shalom is sending Am Yisrael to revenge Luseis Es Nikmas Hashem B'Midyan. So, uh, Moshe Rabbeinu is told Nikmas B'nei Yisrael, and Moshe Rabbeinu is telling Am Yisrael, no, we're doing Nikmas Hashem. So, HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, Nikmas Bnei Yisrael. So, why is there a change? Why is he changing it? If HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, Nikmas Bnei Yisrael, he should have kept it that way. Why is he saying, Nikoim Nikmas Hashem? Elamai. We know that Vayidaber is a strong Lashon. When it says Vayidaber, it's a Dibur Kasha. Why does, why is there a Dibur Kasha? So this is going back to the Medrash that we spoke about last week. That Moshe Rabbeinu, at the time, when he did not have the clue what he's supposed to do with Zimri, he procrastinated. And the Pasuk says, Yisrapesa, and that's why HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells him here, you should know, you will take the revenge from the Midyanim. And after you will take the revenge from the Midyanim, it's the time for you to leave the world. And that's that. So... This is, this is sort of a punishment for Moshe Rabbeinu. And what he's saying here is as follows. That Lemaisa, it's Nikmas Bnei Yisrael, because Bnei Yisrael are going to be without you. And the reason it's Nikmas Bnei Yisrael, because Moshe Rabbeinu himself wasn't, the first one to stop what Zimri was doing. So, again, since we know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is medaktim ima tzadikim kechot ha-sa'ara, therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu was sort of a grama benezokin. Now, even though that normally we say grama benezokin is potter, somebody who caused indirectly damage to happen, he's potter. But here, by Moshe Rabbeinu, we do not say that. Because there's no masu panim badin. And that's that. The Rabbeinu Shalom, when it comes to these things, it, we say, at a time that there could be chil Hashem, ein cholkin kovid l'rav, we do not pay any honors to anyone. And Moshe Rabbeinu was supposed to stand up by himself 
and do whatever Pinchas did or something similar in a way just to make sure that this stopped. And in, in the stopping of whatever was going on, Moshe Rabbeinu did not take, he did not have a chilek. And on this, the Rabbeinu Shalom was Makbid. And therefore he said that this is what is going to cause the Te'osef Elamecha. This is that horrible thing that could have been done differently, and for some odd reason, Moshe Rabbeinu did not do it, and that's why this is where he is. Now, the thing is that Moshe Rabbeinu claimed back to the Rabbeinu Shalom, why are you punishing me? Because I wasn't Moicha. He said, why did the Midianim hate Am Yisrael? Because Am Yisrael are showing mitzvahs. And why are they keeping mitzvahs? Because I taught them mitzvahs. And I guarded them. The thing is, that I continuously, continuously are telling Am Yisrael that they have to be Mekayim Torah mitzvahs. Non-stop. 24-7. And therefore they went out of their way to be machti them. They caught me off guard. But that's not a reason why I should have been punished. And here the Rebbein Shalom says, you're right and you're wrong. You're right that if you were a regular manning of Klal Yisrael, then you should not be punished for this reason because... It's not a grave sin. But since you are not, since you are not, therefore, we do have to understand that you brought down the Torah. You're way above and elevated of any other manik that Klai Yisrael ever had. And therefore, for you, you had to go and stand up immediately when there's a chet going on, especially Berabim, to stop it, to break it, and to cut it off. And that was not done, and that's why they're collaborated. So, that was the piece on Parshas Matos. We're moving on to Parshas Masse. In Parshas Masse, the Torah brings down to give 42 cities to the Levim, and above them, another six which are the Ari Miklot. So, the Gemara Maka says, Tana, we learned in the Braisa, Talmud Shigola, a student that had to go to Ari Miklot because he killed Beshoigig, Maglin Rabbi Imoy. His Rebbe has to follow him to the Ari Miklot. It says in the Pasuk, He'll run to one of these cities, the Chai. And the Gemara teaches, we have to set him up that he could have a life. And therefore, and therefore, since we will say, and some have said already, they So life is Torah. So this Talmud needs his life. And the only way he could have his life is. Uh, that his Rebbe will be there. Says Rav Yitzchak, 
No, Amar of Zera. Mikan shelo yishran adam. Lo yishran adam letal mitzene hagim. A person should not teach a Talmud that is, again, it's Beshoigig. For sure, we're not talking about anybody who killed Bemezid. Yeah? But, why did this happen? Obviously, if this person was so pure in all of his Maisim, the Rabbani Shlalem would not have brought him to do such a Maisa like killing someone Beshoigig. So, somewhere down the line, he's lacking in his purity. If the if the Rebbe killed Bishoigeg, so his yeshiva also goes to the Ari Miklot, and they all learn there. And they all learn there. Okay, very good. So says the Gemara to Stira. From Rabbi Yechon and Menayin Ladivrei Torah Shein Kolten. He says, why does he have to go to Ari Miklot? He's learning Torah. Once he's learning Torah, Torah is the Ir Miklot. Torah itself is going to guard him. Yeah, so that's that. Says the Gemara, true. When a person is learning Torah, yeah, it guards. But when he's not, okay, and people, you go to the bathroom, you have to eat, you have to drink, you have to go to sleep. At that point, yeah, your yeshiva and your gemara is not going to guard you. The only thing that could guard you at that moment is if you are in the ear miklot. Okay, that's the gemara. Uh, so, the first kasha that he asked the Zer Shimshin, if the truth is that a person is not supposed to teach a Talmud Sheinu Hagon, yeah, so why are you taking the, the, the Rebbe to the Ir Miklot? Let the Talmud learn there by himself. Yeah? What, what, what is that? You just said he shouldn't be teaching such a Talmud. So now you're, 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 forcing, him, you're forcing him to teach a Talmud Shein Hagun? Kasha number one. Kasha number two, Rabbi Tzchok says that when a Rebbe kills, yeah, so the whole yeshiva goes. Yeah. And uh, why? Because when you're not learning Torah, the Torah doesn't guard you. So it's a kasha because the Gemara says in Saita that Torah guards you even when you're not learning Torah. So the Torah says that when the Gemara in Saita says that Torah guards you even when you're not learning Torah, yeah, that is only someone who never sinned in Bittal Torah ever. Ever. That means he's learning continuously. There's no such thing as with the Chavrusa. There's no such thing that he's getting up to the coffee room and in the coffee room there's a little bit of a Vas Herzach, what's going on. No. It's pure learning Torah 24 seven non-stop when he's learning meaning all the minutes are purified and therefore such Torah that has no bittle to it that Torah is strong enough to be the Ari Miklot but somebody who has 
compromised his continuity of learning Torah, he does not have the Hasmada, this Torah cannot, cannot. Okay, now, it says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Mivater on the Avera of Avayda Zora, on Gili Arayis, and Shrikas Domim, Veloi Viter, and that, that's what he's saying. And that means that somebody who does Bittal Torah, the Rabbani Shalom, on that is not Mevata. And Rashi says in Soita that the, the, the whole time the Yetzirah is trying to catch you off guard that you shouldn't learn that there should be some type of bittel Torah going on. Now for a person, Taka, to sit down and be focused, and Taka, analyze the sugya, be in the sugya, and there's nothing else, so we're not, we're, of course we're not talking about that he has any distractions with him in the base Medrash. Forget about that. We're talking about somebody who's surrounded with a pile of svarim. But somebody just sneezed, or there was he heard a phone ringing, or 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 somebody came in and said something, and he sees that there's a a, a gathering around it, or whatever. So the Yitzhahara is here the whole time, just to try to say, stop, quit. Now, the pasuk in Mishlei says. Noyef Isha Chasar Leif. Somebody who does Znus is not smart, is heartless. Says the Gemara, we're not talking about Znus. Noyef Isha Chasar Leif Leprokim. Somebody who does not learn continuously. Somebody who is always taking breaks in the middle of his learning. And every single issue would be more interesting than where he is in the sugya. And this is the setup of the Eight Sahara. And the Eight Sahara is looking for him to be Mivatal Torah. And more than that, the Gemara says, frightening. The Eight Sahara is willing for you to stop learning, even to be Mekayim a mitzvah. The Eight Sahara is going to pursue you, per- persuade you. To become the mitzvah man. Oh, here, look. Some schlepper came to the base medrash and he's mamish a big bison. Let me go around, take his card, and collect for him now. It's a big mitzvah. Mitzvah of tzedakah. Tzedakah tatzlimimavis. Yeah. Buddy, that collection is the Yitzhahara's collection. Oh, I have to do kibbut aveim now. So I'm going to close my gemara and run to do kibbut aveim. Oh, uh, there's another mitzvah that I could do now. And continuously, he's going to try to stop you from learning, even through Kiyah Mitzvahs, just that you should not be learning. And we know that the Gemara says that any mitzvah, you have to sit and learn. And that's it. And that's it. So when, as the Gemara says, 
and and it's a psak halacha in Shulchan Aruch and Yemir Deir in Simen Reish Memvav Sif Yudches. And a mitzvah never saves a person. And that's that. Only Bishas Maisa. So the, he's saying here as follows. Why would this Rav be Goyle to the Ira Miklot? This Rav is being Goyle to Ira Miklot because obviously this Rav did not have untampered, undisrupted, continuous Limadatayr. There was Limadatayr going on, but it wasn't 24 7. It wasn't pure. It wasn't what was now he was thinking only about the sugya that I'm learning here. And therefore, oh, so there's a question. The Gemara Taina says that if the Rav isn't Hagun, I'm not supposed to learn Torah from him because it says, the Navi says, Malachi, in the last Navuah, Kimalach Hashem Tzvokesu. Says the Gemara in Tainis, if the Rebbe is like a Malach, he's pure, and if not, just drop him. Okay. So, bottom line is as follows. Obviously, there's different types of Enoi Hagun. There's the Enoi Hagun, which is he's doing things that are not appropriate. He's doing things that people who will see it, they will say, uh, you know, I don't want my child to be like this person. I don't think this guy should be learning Torah. I think that this guy's Torah is a chil Hashem. It's a disgrace for everyone. Oh, when we're, at, when we're there, if we, we are at that, that place, then yeah, this, this is problematical. This is not what the Rabbi Nishlein wants. This is not something that is acceptable in any way. But, if the Enoi Hagun is what something that I can't see, I don't read my Rebbe's mind. I don't know if my Rebbe's mind is 24-7 locked on the sugi that we're learning now. I don't know if this Talmud's mind is locked on the sugi that we're learning. I don't know that this Talmud... Uh, didn't once or twice take a break in middle and break up the learning. Therefore, this Rebbe and this Talmud that are going to Ari Miklot, they need there, where they're in a town that is less than other places, there's not, uh, as we would say, the, the big Tutsach, there's not a lot of going on there. So there, there's a greater chance that he'll be able to tackle learn untampered. He'll be able to dedicate himself what he was lacking that could have been the cause for that. Why was he mekatzer yomim of somebody? Because he was proclaiming every day. Ki Beautiful proclamation. Where was it in the Metzius physically? 
Was it that way? Was it taka uvahem nehege yema v'layla? Or when it came to the yema v'layla, we were, there were other neheges going on. So the Torah is, ki hi erechayecha. Ki chayecha v'erechimecha, excuse me. So that is the Arichas Yomim. So when, if the Rav Takanu that this Talmud is a Talmud chain, Hagon, then of course he wouldn't have to follow him to the Ari Miklot. But obviously the Rebbe did not know that he's a Talmud chain, Hagon, because he never saw anything there by his Talmud that he would have come to this decision that he's a Talmud chain, Hagon. And obviously, behind the scene, this Rav also has exactly this problem. That he's not the Rebbe Shehogun. Meaning, could be that he learns a lot, but did he taka dedicate his life to learning? Did he make a firm commitment I am never getting up from a safer if I did not understand what I just learned. And that, if whatever it means, if it means that I have to hazard another five, six, seven, eight times, I'm not getting up until I know that I know this, which is the firm commitment. So once here, the Rebbe himself wasn't the perfect Hagun. Again, we don't see it. He doesn't, there's no facial expression that will let us know if he's Hagun or not. The Hagun is the person that follows suit of Shleim HaMelech that says, that he has the Torah at his fingertips, he knows it by heart. So, when the, what the, the job of the Rebbe is to make sure that his Talmidim continuously are doing Chazorah, to make sure that they really have what they learned. They're going to be able to be the Ashrei Mishabolakam And that's what he says. That Toisvis in Saita says, the check to see if the Talmud is a Talmud Hagun, yes or no, you see how much the amount of Chazara he does. If he doesn't do the correct amount of Chazara, that means that he is not a Talmud Hagun because. Obviously, he's only learning externally, not internally the way it's supposed to be. Meaning, he's doing it maybe even just for he'll be able to put down on his resume that he was the Masmid and this amount of hours in the base Medrash. So many hours of base Medrash he has, but he doesn't have hours of pure Torah. So, Torah of a Rebbe that is Taka, a serious Rebbe, a Rav Rav that doesn't have Bittl Torahs. There's no such thing that in the middle he's going to schmooze with someone on some random Zach for no good reason. Yeah, we're not talking about a Rebbe that needs to give Hadrocha and Eitzis to people and there's something urgent that could be Pikuach Nefesh and therefore he will be closing his Gemara. We're talking about Stam. So this is the the Talmud that was looked as Hagun, but was missing the real Haginus. He was lacking in his Chazorah. 
he was lacking in his Havana. Though, again, sitting and learning, he was there physically, but he wasn't learning the way he was supposed to learn. He wasn't dedicated and devoted to his learning. So therefore, that person, he's going to be Magla Talmud. We need to take his Rebbe there too. Because the reason that he's not doing it, usually Talmudim love to emulate their Rebbe. And therefore, if the Rebbe obviously was not doing his job, but if the Rebbe was doing his job, then first of all, it might not have happened. But if there was a reason, because it's a setup from the Rebbe Nishleilom, and it happened because the Rebbe Nishleilom set it up, in that case, they would both be able to stay in the base Medrash because it's Chayeim V'Oyrech Yemeim. Uh, where we're standing now, so obviously this Shabbos is, uh, we're going to be reading Shimu. In the Haftarah of Shimu's, the uh, harsh Haftarah, it says there, that Mamish, the Nevim, the Kohanim, the leaders of Klai Yisrael, there was a, a tremendous lack of Yerushimayim from everyone, and therefore they were bringing Am Yisrael down. But it's Rishchaydish of, and Rishchaydish of is the Mazel is Aryeh. It says Aryeh Yishog Milo Yira. We could attempt to acquire Yerushimayim and elevate ourselves to have a great Shabbos. And if we keep Shabbos the way it's supposed to be, Im Toshiv Mishabbos Raglecha Asoyis Chafatzecha Biyom Kotchi, we will be Zoycha. That Hakadosh Baruch Hu will grant us Nachlas Yaakov Avinu, which is a Nachla Beloy Mitzarim, which we were promised that that we will be getting land without boundaries when Mashiach comes. We should be Zoycha right away on Sunday to Mashiach Tzidkenu. Next Shabbos, our after will be Nachamu Nachamu Ami. Have a great Shabbos. Alechtikim Chaydish to all. Next week we will be starting five minutes later because of uh, the shleishim of Rebanchi Kranz's mother, there's a shtikl sima mishnayis that I need to participate, so we'll be starting next week, 9.30, Be'ezus Hashem, Parshas Dvorim, from Yerushalayim, Be'ezus Hashem, if Mashiach comes, if not, from Chicago. Kol Tov, good Shabbos to all.